Hello, and welcome to this new season of Be a Better Leader, where we're continuing to dive in to discuss the ways that trust changes everything. I'm one of your hosts, Dr. AJ Lee, Manager of Customer Success and Learning Implementation Strategist here at Franklin Covey. Today, we're going to talk about loyalty, and whether it's employees or customers, we can't expect anyone to remain loyal to an organization, a team, or a leader that they simply do not trust. To help us better understand this connection between trust and loyalty and what you as leaders, myself included, can do to improve it, we've brought back Doug Faber, Franklin Covey's global practice leader for the speed of trust. Welcome, Doug. Good to have you. Thank you, AJ. I'm just delighted to be here and welcome to everybody who's out there listening. Yes, absolutely. So when we talk about loyalty, I want to set some context for the conversation. Doug, I know there's been a lot of talk um, around loyalty, what that looks like for organizations coming Mm -hmm. out of the pandemic, uh, Mm -hmm. trends we saw through our feeds around the great resignation. And then there was the term quiet quitting. And while these trends often kind of pointed towards employee behavior, and they may have slowed down now, or maybe a new term is coming, um, Mm -hmm. how do you, from your perspective, think trust and loyalty factored in to all of that? Well, I think that loyalty is an amplification of some level of trust that we're having or not having inside of an organization. And I want to turn the conversation on its head a little bit. Because, yeah, absolutely. Uh, the, the language of quiet quitting and the great resignation really was a, an ascribing of behaviors to employees. And I think we need to reframe that conversation. Those people were reacting to a stimulus that was happening in the environment. And that environment is most at its most basic level is at the relationships with their teams and their leader. And if we could all just take a deep breath and exhale for a moment, this is not an accusation for all of us out here, but it's a chance to look at how do I, as a leader, inspire my people? How do I proactively create this trusted environment I'm going to say this a little bit differently, even a trusting environment where I'm demonstrating my trust to people so that they're never in a position to quietly quit. That they're not out looking elsewhere because they know this is the place where they most feel respected, included and valued. And that's, you know, this is our responsibility as leaders is to be able to unleash all the potential that's latent inside of all of our people. And when we can create environments where we do that, we don't just have retention of employees. We have expansion of their greatness. And uh, there's, there's a lot to this conversation. Loyalty is much more than satisfaction. Loyalty is I'm willing to recommend you. How many of our employees are out there actually being our best recruiters because they operate in the most trusted and trusting workplace? That's a rhetorical question, but this is, this is where I'd like us to be thinking today, not put the responsibility on the employee, but put the responsibility on us as leaders. I agree wholeheartedly, Doug, with what you shared. And 
just putting ourselves in that empathy mindset. Mm. People were reacting. You said something really poignant. People yeah. were reacting to a stimulus, stimulus yeah. Yeah. that was happening in the environment. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And, and when we understand that yeah. we can't just keep going, going, going and expecting the same or different <laughs> or better result. Right, exactly. <laughs> well, the old insanity we, principle, right? Yeah. Right, uh -huh, right. right. Oh, we, we have to understand how like looking inward is a yeah. part of how we can cultivate, right? That environment yeah. where, where people feel taken care of and they That's feel right. safe. Um, Hey, and let, I don't let, know. Let, oh. let, let, let me help with this just a little bit, okay? Because, you know, there are part of us right now, I'm sure many of us in the audience are thinking, this is an incredible, you're, you're putting the pandemic responsibility on me to try to fix. And there's an unfortunate truth. I, I, I'm going to say this, I, you know, I'm, I'm in my 60s. I've been doing this for a while. I don't think there's been a harder time to leave. Hmm. Okay, I'm just going to, let's put this out there. I have great empathy for all of us who are challenged in the work environment right now, because there has been so many converging forces that have created a need to change how we lead. The pandemic is just among them, but there are many other things that are contributing. And so, but the, the latest Edelman Trust Index demonstrated that the one thing that employees have the greater confidence that there's no longer trust in government, there's no longer trust in society, there's no, all those external things that our employees used to be able to rely on are now have, they have lesser trust in all of those, which puts greater responsibility on us in the workplace. And this is the one place that they want to see that level of trust. And so, you know, I'm sorry, the responsibility is that much more now, but it is. And that's just part of the reality. The other part of the reality is people vote with their feet. Mm-hmm. And if they're not getting from their leader the loyalty of their leader, they're going to look for that loyalty for somewhere else. So we keep thinking about employee loyalty back to the company. The first question we have to have is what's our what's our loyalty to the employee? And I, I want to take us to, you know, we have the what we call the four cores of credibility. Two of them are associated with character, you know, our integrity and our intent. And from the book, In the Speed of Trust, Stephen talks about intent, and he talks about the motive that inspires the greatest trust is genuine caring. Caring about people, the quality of work that we do. And it's, it's important for us to recognize, especially exiting the pandemic, people are looking for personal connections. They want to work in a place where they can not just be trustworthy selves, but they want to be trusted. And if we can be leaders who learn to trust better, who convey our trust to others better, who demonstrate our caring nature to our people better, we're going to have a very different loyalty from our people to us because they're feeling our loyalty to them. Not, you know, getting into the industrial age or exiting the industrial age where it's like, you're a thing. And I'm, I, I've been taught not to treat you as a person. Mm -hmm. Guess what? The world's different. We have to treat people as whole people. 
They want to be treated as a whole person. And I guess what? I, I think most of us who are listening want to be treated as whole people too. And so how are we going to communicate that? And then, you know, as we start to get into the agenda of intent, the agenda that inspires the greatest confidence is seeking mutual benefit. It doesn't mean that everybody gets what they want, but it means that I've taken the time to hear your needs, that I'm there to really listen and understand, and can we collaborate together to find better ways to work together? There's a lot of congruence here with some of the other work that we've done in the seven habits around the maturity continuum. You know, how do I move from independent to interdependent? I do that first in habit four, seek win-win. And I use the skill associated of listening, habit five, seek first to understand, then be understood to help us get there, to migrate to this interdependent relationship, this trusting relationship. There's a lot of connections here, a lot, lot going on. So many, so many connections. And I think you're giving a lot of nuggets that can help a leader think about what can I practically start to do? to be able to seek mutual benefit in my regular interactions with my people. How do I, we know that loyalty is not going to be built overnight. Um, It is, and we can't force it either. Um, So that's that's the hard thing for those of us like me that are type A and we want (laughs) to control. And like, if I do X and Y, shouldn't it be Z? Like, shouldn't that always happen? Um, But, but we can, what we can control in our own circle of influence um, practically is those conversations, how we're showing up, how we're listening, how we're connecting. Um, so thinking about all of that, are there any strategies or best practices you've seen practically that, a that a leader could do to start to rebuild loyalty amongst their team? Let's start with the team level, their direct reports. You you know what? I I love this question because it, it takes me and you were just talking about you know, within circle of influence, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, There's this thing of like span of responsibility is a mindset that happens with leaders. And if we could just reframe that while we're talking about loyalty for a moment to talking, let's convert that from span of responsibility to my span of caring. Mm -hmm. How do I not think about my responsibility to people? That kind of feels like what's my thing thing, but how do I think about my span of caring to the humans that I'm interacting with on a daily basis and just being able to answer some very simple questions. Like, what do they care about? Now, you know, to your, to your point, some of the stuff we may not be able to find out for a while, because if we haven't been caring leaders in the past and we weren't interested in the humans that we work with, uh, they might think that you just took a magic pill or something and you're suddenly interested in who they are. It might take a little while to to understand what do they care about, but being able to answer, what do they care about? How do I know that that's what they care about? How do I show that I know that that's what they care about? And how do I demonstrate that stuff? Uh, I once had a leader who, when we were going through a speed of trust uh, delivery and we were talking a lot about caring and intent, interrupted me at a break and said, what if I told you I don't buy into this? That I don't care about my people. My team is an exceptionally high-performing team. All I care about are the results, and we get them. And he asked me, what do you think about that? And I had to honestly answer the question, 
I would hate to work for a leader that didn't care for me. I would probably look for another leader. And while you might be able to sustain these results for a little bit of time, they're probably not going to endure. People are going to burn out. So you might want to reconsider the importance of caring. As it's demonstrated, people are voting with their feet. They're going to leaders who they think will care. And they'll be loyal to people who are loyal to them. A function of loyalty is caring. Function of loyalty is caring. And I love just those those questions you shared, Doug, for consideration. Like, what do they care about? How do I know? And I show that's what I care about. You know, how do I make this meaningful? And like you yeah. said, confronting reality in those cases like that, that person that came up to you in the session. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's not sustainable to assume that our team <laughs> will be able to maintain the same level of performance without care. Yeah. Um, really powerful, really powerful. Well, Doug, I know we could continue to talk about loyalty for a much mm. longer time than this, but want to be mindful of, of just the conversation that we're having Knowing what we've shared, I would love to just yeah. toss it to you. Is there anything else that you want to just leave the listeners with as a takeaway, as a reminder, as an encouragement before before we wrap? Yeah, you know, I, I think if we, I'll, I'll take a little bit more back to speed of trust these days and some of the skills that we talk about in speed yeah. of trust. You know, there are five that really flow out of our character. And we talk about loyalty. We're really getting a lot of this is going to flow up from our character. What is what's important and, you know, demonstrating respect to people that, you know, showing that we care is super important for us. Not faking that. Being transparent is so critical in environments that are constantly changing. Being open, clear, authentic, clarifying to ourselves and to others what our motives and agendas are is just it's critical so that. They don't fill in the stories. And if if you ever have any uncertainty, you know, err on the side of disclosure, but always be mindful. Of course, there are some things we cannot be transparent about, but be transparent about that. You know, like I, I'm not going to talk about you, AJ, to other employees. I'm, you know, of course not. I wouldn't do that with anybody else and we wouldn't expect that. Mm-hmm. But if we really want people to, you know, be loyal you know, humbly writing wrongs when we make mistakes yeah. and owning it. And my wife taught me many years ago, not apologizing and then saying, but, but just, you know, show that we're learning and that we're growing. And if we can model that, guess what? They're going to model that too. Mm-hmm. And then that, that last behavior of showing loyalty you know, giving credit to others when it's due, speaking about people as if they were always present and being sure to represent others who aren't able, who aren't there, who can't speak for themselves in the moment is so critical for us. When we can model these kinds of behaviors, it teaches others to do the same and we create really safe environments. And I think at the end of the day, that's what all we all want. We want to work in an environment that 
we are, where we are, you know, a valued member of a winning team doing meaningful work in an environment of trust, right, where we feel that connection and, and these things that you're sharing, communicating transparently, the act of listening, and on the flip side, continuing to create that loyalty through recognition and, and those yeah. just gratitude moments really do go through and, and show appreciation, and, and create that culture where, where people feel safe. So Doug, thank you so much for, for your time, for your insight shared. It's been an absolute pleasure. It's been my pleasure. You know, I, I recognize this one was a little heavier than probably some of the other ones that others have experienced with me. But you can probably sense my passion around this. You know, what if as leaders, we led with our hearts? How would, how different would the workplace be? You know, there's a lot of vulnerability there. Yeah. But there's big ideas. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, for those of you that are listening, if you want to just continue to dig into this topic and learn more about the transformation of trust and leadership and how that can impact the loyalty of your team, you can download our free guide called How to Build Trust and Unleash the Potential of Your Direct Reports. Um, which can be found in the link in the show notes or by visiting franklincovey.com for more information. So until next time, I'm Dr. AJ. Take care and let's continue to get better. Mm -hmm.